Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jokestrap. This is episode 58. This is Wes Hoffman. Today's date of the recording is August 20th, 2019. Have I done a recording yet in August? I don't think so. And if I did, it was really earlier this month. Anyway, really earlier is not a good use of grammar, but whatever. We're already underway. We're not going to start over. We're a minute into this thing. We're too far in. We're too far into this thing to redo it. Anyway, I don't think any of you any cared. I don't think anybody of you care. I can't talk today. Anyway, so hey, what's up, guys? Um, welcome to the show. Uh, like I said, it is August twentieth. Uh, it's been a busy last couple of weeks. Let's see what's going on. What's going on, people? The uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, I took the week off work. That was exciting. That was fun. Um, it is so much more enjoyable and easier to do comedy on a nightly basis when you don't have to worry about a day job, let me tell you. Um, um, regardless, it's grind, but um, when you don't have to worry about waking up as early in the morning to go to a day job, followed by the comedy r- like sh- shortly after your day job, um, it makes it a lot easier to bear when you can just focus on the comedy. Um, so, yeah. There's that. So, yeah, I took a week off. Um, I went to uh, Sacramento for a while um, from August 5th to August 9th. Um, So, on uh, August 5th, I... uh, Well, I actually, I didn't go till Tuesday. August 5th, I was still in the Bay Area. I hit up a couple of open mics that were in the Bay Area on August 5th. I went to uh, the Pepper Tree lounge in Union City um that I went to that one and uh there was like no one there um <laughs> it was just you know comedians it was a typical open mic where there's just comedians watching you so I was just trying to do some new stuff and I have no idea if anything worked because you know most of the comedians just walked outside when the other comedians came up nobody really watched or responded to jokes that were happening um so yeah it was Kind of like that, and the biggest laugh I got at that open mic was when I joked about the fact that um, that was the, t- like, I was just making fun of the open mic. That was the biggest laugh I got. Anyway, so after I went to Pepper Tree Lounge in Union City, I headed over to Woodham's Lounge in um, Santa Clara, did the open mic there. Much better crowd there. Um, however, my set was bad. Um, there was a comic before me that went up. Um, and started talking about the recent mass shootings that went on for some reason uh, that triggered something. I don't know if triggers are right where they're, um, but it did. It triggered something inside of me emotionally. Um, so where I just went on stage afterwards, and I I, I just kind of got upset about it, and uh, then it like messed with my mind, and then I just didn't feel like being funny anymore. So anyway. That's a whole different can of worms that I don't want to go into right now. But uh, anyway, it wasn't a very uh, good night comedic-wise on Monday. 
the August 5th, but also it just put a little thing in my head to be like, hey, get better. Hey, keep practicing. Hey, stop sucking. You know, stuff like that. So anyway, uh, anyway, fast forward Tuesday, Tuesday, August 6th, I go uh, head over to Sacramento, Sacktown, and I uh, hit up a, an, I was going to go to Laughs Unlimited because uh, they have a showcase the first uh, Tuesday of every month, and I was going to try to get on that showcase, but um, just so happens to be in August, they are doing some renovations, so I was not going to get up at Laughs Unlimited. I mean, I could have tried to go, but I might have got bulldozed or hammered or something. I don't know. I wouldn't would not have been the kind of show I was trying to do. Uh so I ended up going to a open mic that's been going on for quite some time now in Sacramento on Tuesdays, uh at Luna's Cafe in Midtown. I decided to check that out. And it was really interesting. Uh they used a lottery system uh to uh pick comedians to perform and uh so what that means is uh everyone puts their name into a a little hat at the beginning of the show. Or not beginning of the show, but 30 minutes before the show time. If you want to perform, you write your name and you put it into the hat. And then uh, when the show starts, they draw three names at a time. And so they're like, all right, these are the first three comedians. You'll, you'll all go up and then you'll bring the host. The last person will bring the host back up and then we'll draw three more. And then that's how they do it, which I think is actually a pretty cool way to do things. Um while you may not be guaranteed a spot on the show, it I think it helps um, keep the comedians involved in actually paying attention to the show. Because if you're only doing three comedians at a time, then um, you kind of have to pay attention to what's going on. So I thought that was really cool. And a lot of comedians did stay inside and like watch the whole show. Um, it went a little over two hours. Normally it only goes two hours, but they try to get everyone in on this particular night. So that was cool. Um, by the luck of the draw, <laughs> really luck of the draw, because it was a drawing, um, I ended up going second, like second overall. So that was really cool. So I got to do my uh, five minutes, and then I just got to sit back and watch and uh, uh, see everyone else work on their bits. Uh, so that was enjoyable. That was a fun open mic to do. Um, met a guy named Sam. Um, hi, Sam, if you're listening. <laughs> He's probably not. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I met a guy named Sam in Sacramento. He had come from some kind of like beer drinking event um, that was going on in Midtown, which I found was odd that there was a beer drinking event going on during the day on a Tuesday. But hey, what do I know? Um, so yeah, I met I met Sam and he had been drinking and he had told me he was at a beer drinking event and then he ended up getting another drink um, at Luna's and then he got another drink at Luna's and then he got another drink at Luna's and then he was halfway done with that drink, and then he asked the the waitress there for another drink, and she goes, another drink? And he goes, and yes, please. And by the time she came back with the other drink, he had finished the remainder of the drink he had. <laughs> anyway, he had a lot to drink. He even turned to me at one point and was like, I'm drunk. And uh, he had not even gone up on stage yet. Um, he ended up being the second-to-last comedian of the night, I believe, um, and I was like, oh man, he's gonna, he's gonna bomb. He's gonna suck. He's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna suck so hard. Uh, surprisingly, this guy like rolled right through all his bits. Um, a lot of puns from this dude, uh, which I got nothing against if they're good, I guess. 
Um, but yeah, he had some good stuff. It, he just, it, it was just so fast though. Like I think he was saying it so fast to the point where he's like, I don't want to forget it. I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to fuck up. So he just, he went really, really quick with it. Um, but yeah, I was kind of impressed that he didn't just eat shit, but he did rather well for a drunk guy, uh, <laughs> on the mic that night. Um, you know, I said nice to meet you afterwards, but I don't think he'll remember my name even, but that's fine. Um, but if I ever run into him again down the line, I'll know. But yeah, that was a fun open mic at Luna's Cafe. Um, Wednesday night, I ended up going to, um, it's called that Husicks, Husicks, something like that, Tap House um, in Clarksburg, California. Uh, which is like across the river from Elk Grove. Uh, so it's just like a 15 minutes out of like downtown Sacramento. Uh, it's not that far. Um, so I went there. Uh, that was a different c- sort of vibe than I was expecting for a tap house. It was more of a restaurant feel to me than it was tap house feel. Um, barbecue food primarily. Um, didn't really order any food myself. Did have a drink, uh, an amber ale. Um, but um but yeah, it 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 was an interesting show. The show started at seven o'clock, um, kinda early, uh still daylight out. Um there was also some uh families in the audience which was unexpected for the comedians. So we were gearing up to, you know, just say whatever. I'm not that dirty as a comedian myself, I don't think, but I do have some edgier material and uh yeah, some of the comics uh, we're a little like, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this bit because there's some kids present. And the other comics are just like, uh, whatever, we don't care. Uh, but anyway, uh, interesting room. Good good group of comedians that were on that show, though. Uh, Emma Haney, uh, Johnny Taylor, um, Jason Mack. Uh, I had never uh, met any of them before, so it was good to uh, meet these comedians. Ben Rice, who I, I think I've met before, uh, but... Uh, he didn't remember because it's been so long, which is fine. Uh, he he booked the show, um, so it was a fun fun little show to do. Um, just sort of an interesting atmosphere, but you never know with with shows like this. <laughs> you never know what kind of layout it's going to be, and some of the worst layouts are the best layouts in the end. So anyway, um, as long as they got a supportive uh, staff there, which it seems like they do. I think that's all that matters. You got you got people that want to bring comedy into their into their in their venue, and they want to support it. Then by all means, do a show there. Uh, so yeah, that was a Wednesday night here six tap house, uh, in Clarksburg. Uh, Thursday night I did not uh, do any comedy. Um, I ended up I had a uh, I had a um, baseball game scheduled to go to the Sacramento River Cats game that night, uh, Memphis Redbirds against the Sacramento River Cats. Um, I had made some plans with uh, one of my buddies uh, that we would uh, go to the game. Uh, unfortunately, uh, due to circumstances beyond his control, he was unable to go to the game. Uh, but my mom happened to be in town as well, um, so she said uh, she'll... She was going to leave Thursday, but just she decided to stay another night so she could go to the game on Thursday night with myself and my uncle. And my uncle uh, drove us to the game um, from his place in Orangeville. Um, 
And on the way to uh, the baseball game, we had a bit of a um, exciting adventure, I guess you could say. Uh, there was some traffic, more traffic than I guess usual uh, for that time of day in the Sacramento area. And uh, we were on our way to the game, and uh, <coughs> and uh, we were in the carpool lane, uh, and the lane right next to us was completely stopped. <coughs> and we were going along in the carpool lane, and some like SUV type vehicle like pulled over uh, into the side, or he pulled over into our lane. Like it wasn't like a clean merge, like. It was just like he was completely stopped. He turned left right into the carpool lane. And so we were, you know, going at a good speed. So my uncle had a slam on the brakes uh, pretty immediately. He slightly turned left. Uh, we all thought we were going to hit this guy. Somehow we didn't hit this guy. We all thought that the guy behind us was going to, or somebody, whoever was behind us was going to hit us, and it would be a chain reaction. Neither of those things happened. I don't we, none of us knows how we avoided getting hit either way, but uh, the guy that decided to cut us off never seemed to look back or never seemed to care that he did what he did. Uh, <laughs> we obviously burned rubber, and you know, it's, it's made a lot of noise while my uncle was breaking, but yeah, it never seemed like they had never acknowledged uh, what they had done, uh, so that kind of sucked. Uh, but luckily, uh, we're fine, and the car's fine, and we made it to the game. And uh, interesting thing at the Rivercats field, uh, Rayleigh field, I've been there before, but one thing I noticed was uh, they have a sign uh, on Thursdays um, outside. It said Thirsty Thursdays, um, presented by Lagunitas, $2 beers. And I was like, wow, that's that's incredible for Lagunitas to offer $2 beers, um, that's something you normally wouldn't see, um, so I went inside the ballpark, and we, uh, veered over to the beer garden area down the left field line, um, it's an area of the ballpark that I, I'm familiar with there, <laughs> um, but I, I didn't know where the Thirsty Thursday promotion was being held, I didn't know if it was just random beers at random beer stands, or if they were, uh, was a designated area. So I asked the employee working at the beer garden, and uh, I was like, where's the Thirsty Thursdays? And she's like, well, it's um, that section out there. She points to an area in the far, in the outfield. So I go, okay. And uh, she's like, yeah, so they have Coors for $2. They have Bud Light for $2. And they have Lagunitas for $5. And I was like, what? Like? Are you serious? Like, the Lagunitas is promoting this with their name on the banner for $2 beers, and they're not even part of the $2 beer, like, promotion? I mean, I realize $5 is still a pretty good price for a beer at a game, but still, um, I feel like that's kind of false advertising. And then, not only that, the lady says, and if you go over there and participate in the Thirsty Thursday, you're not allowed to go out of that area. You got to finish your beer inside that section. I was like, that is stupid. So we did not participate in the Thirsty Thursdays. Uh, we just stayed in the beer garden, had some drinks there, had some sliders. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty enjoyable game. The weather was good. Uh, Sacramento ended up winning the game. Uh, I believe it was 5-2. to two. Uh, But, yeah, uh, I thought that was an interesting thing about uh, 
the Thirsty Thursdays at uh, Rayleigh Field there. Um, anyway, on uh, Friday morning, I uh, came back home, and then uh, I, uh, I had to do some laundry, because I had to uh, hit the road again on Saturday to do another comedy show in uh, San Luis Obispo. So, um, yeah, I came home, and I was doing laundry and everything, and then I uh, <coughs> was hanging up my clothes, and there's... Uh, in my closet, you know, there's a the bar for the clothes, and uh, I hang up all my clothes, and uh, I'm finally ready to relax for a little bit on Friday, and I, I sit down on the couch, and then all of a sudden I hear a loud thud, and I'm like, oh, what was that? I had vacuumed also, so I was thinking maybe that was the vacuum that just fell over in the closet. So I looked in the closet, and no, uh, the vacuum cleaner is fine. It hasn't moved a budge. Um, so I opened up my closet, and I noticed that the bar that was hanging all my clothes, like, completely fell down. Like, <laughs> it fell down. And so that was a lot of stuff to go through. Like, I was going to wait to go through my clothes for a few more weeks, but that gave me good initiative to go through all my clothes and figure out what I want and what I don't want. And I called my landlord and was like, okay, I need to get this bar fixed in my closet. And they were eventually able to get it fixed within a few days after that. So I didn't have to wait too long at least. And hey, at least it got me moving on uh, getting a chore done that I was putting off for a while. So hey, eh, I guess it was a blessing in disguise. But needless to say, I didn't relax much that Friday night. Uh, Saturday, I hit the road again. Um, Saturday the 10th, I hit the road with my uh, sister, um, she went with me last year when I went to go do this show in uh, San Luis Obispo, and we had a fun time. So I invited her along again. Uh, it's at Seven Sisters Brewing in uh, San Luis Obispo. Uh, so we have a little tradition now where we uh, go there, and uh, we enjoy this Mexican restaurant called Pepe Delgado's in San Luis Obispo. And uh, I'm just going to keep saying San Luis Obispo. On uh, uh, yeah, so we get there, and on Saturdays they even have a lunch special, which is pretty much unheard of. Like, who does their lunch specials on the weekend? Uh, they do Monday through Saturdays, and uh, yeah, it was uh, really good. Uh, just like we remembered it previously, and uh, then we uh, went to check it into our hotel after that, and then uh, uh, after you know, after we ate. And then relax a little bit before I had to do the comedy show, which was at uh, 7 o'clock. And uh, the show went well. Uh, Phil Johnson was the headliner. And, uh, yeah, the uh, show went well. Uh, did a 20-minute set, uh, the best set out of all the shows I did the whole week. Uh, so I was pleased with it. And then after the show, uh, my sister and I uh, went and hung out a little bit downtown uh, we went to the Barrel Brew House at uh, Barrel Brew Barrel Brew House or Tap Room or something like that. Um, Barrel House Barrel Brew. I don't know. Anyway, it's in San Luis Obispo. We went there after the show. Uh, had a beer or two there, and then uh, we uh, were hungry, and we were trying to find a place that had food and drinks. Um, and it was around midnight. And uh, nobody apparently does that. We ended up at a Eureka, and we have those where, like here, like in Mountain View and Sunnyvale, where I'm from, or where I'm living right now. But uh, so it wasn't anything like special, special. But I was like, well, I know Eureka has food, 
So we went there, and they were open at midnight. Um, but the weird thing was is they stopped serving uh, drinks at 11.30, but they kept serving food. Usually it would be the other way around, I would have thought. Um, but no. So anyway, we were able to get food, but we weren't able to get drinks. So we got our food. And then after that, we're like, well, we still want to have some drinks. Uh, a lot of the places in San Luis Obispo are popping with the college kids, hipster kids, whatever. Um, so we're like, wow, a lot of these places are busy. Which one are we going to go to? Uh, we ended up going to the Frog and Peach Pub, uh, which is pretty popular. Um, it's actually their 25-year celebration of existing. Um, so they were actually doing that celebration over the weekend we were there. Um, so we ended up going there. It was only a $3 cover charge. We went in there for about an hour or so, had a couple more drinks, and then we called a night. And, uh, yeah, so that was that weekend. Um, and then, uh, in the morning we went to our, uh, we have a favorite coffee place there in San Luis Obispo called Scout's Coffee. Uh, we went there, and, uh, that was fun. Um, so then we headed home, and that was that. Uh, so yeah, that was the week off, uh, in a nutshell that I took. Um, and yeah, it's, I heard, um, recently, uh, a, a fellow comedian, a fellow comedian friend who was actually a disc jockey on the, on the real, uh, on the real radio on Star 101.3 in San Francisco. Um, Sandy Steck does a morning show with, uh, Marcus and, uh, I listen to their show a lot and, uh, part of it's just because. They they do some fun segments. Part of it's because I want to support my fellow comic, uh, so I listen for those reasons. And uh, I heard Sandy talking about like you know it's sometimes it's like hard to like just be in the moment, and that's why she goes on so many trips and stuff and gets away. And uh, and I realize like that is so true. Like um, especially when you don't get to take a lot of time off work. Because I find, like, even on the weekends, a lot of the times when I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is a time when I should be able to relax. I'm never really relaxed because I'm thinking, oh, I still got to do this tomorrow. Or, you know, like, oh, I got to I gotta work on this tomorrow. Or this is coming up next week. And it's like, you're, it's really hard to, like, just relax and not think about stuff um, and be in the moment a lot of times. But um, that week, at least, I was able to, like, just step away from work for a little bit and not have to worry about anything. But uh, the Monday I came back to work, I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I knew this would happen. <laughs> like, there was a lot of stuff that should have been done uh, that wasn't done. But, hey, th I guess that's the price you pay when you take a vacation. I don't think it should be. I think it's just lack of something else. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, I went to the A's and Giants game on uh, August 13th, the first of the Bay Bridge series this year. Uh, Brad Anderson was squaring off against Madison Bumgarner of the Giants, and uh, Bumgarner ended up coming out on top. Uh, the Giants won the game 3-2. to two. It was a close one. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, had fun at that game, uh, but the A's did not prevail. Um, the A's had a good series recently against the Houston Astros. Uh, they won three out of four. Uh, tonight, they start a three-game series against the New York Yankees. Uh, 
The scoreboard watching is definitely on now. The A's are one game back currently of the Tampa Bay Rays in the set for the second wild card spot. Uh, we got to rely a lot on the Detroit Tigers, I realize, though. Uh, the A's, the Tigers don't really have the best record in the world, <laughs> to put it lightly. And uh, the A's could really use the Tigers to win some games against Tampa Bay and Cleveland and Minnesota here. But uh, the A's got to just focus on what they can control. Control their own destiny. That's what they got to do. So, uh, yeah, I went to the A's and Astros game both on Saturday the 17th and also Sunday the 18th. Uh, they won the 17th, did not win the 18th. Uh, but, like I said, they won it three out of four against Houston. I still don't, it's going to be a long shot for the A's to win that division. I think it's going to be the wild card spot or nothing for them. But who knows? Stranger things have happened. Uh, so hopefully they'll end up surprising me. <laughs> Upcoming shows. Okay, that was just a little thing I was testing out with the audio right there. Uh, I don't really have any upcoming shows, but uh, now I'll get to find out and see whether or not uh, that track I entered actually worked. Anyway, <laughs> um, if I do have any upcoming shows, I will post them on my website at westhoffman.com. On Instagram at West Joke or something like that. Um, anyway, thank you for listening, everyone. This has been Joke Strap, and I will catch you again next time. Bye.